I'm your host, State Senator Mike Azinger, along with my co-host, Pastor Brian Leversee. We're going to engage in a great conversation today, biblically based on current events, politics, and so on, all from a biblical perspective. The only show in America where you'll experience the fusion of church and state right here on the Voice of Truth radio show. Welcome, folks. We appreciate uh, everybody listening in. I actually got a few comments this week on our, our show. and uh, That's great. I, I'm glad we're back at it again. Yeah. It seems like we've had to, It's been a busy, busy season. Yes, uh, with uh, so stuff going on at church here with the Upward Sports Program. And then I'm in session for two months. You had that for two months. But we're getting our uh, sea legs back. We we're going to be... <laughs> We're going to be rolling Back down the, the track. Again. Yeah, we had uh, Mark Dowler and Tim even came on last week. Mark's son, Tim. Tim, who produces our show, works here at the Church for You at Fellowship Baptist in Vienna. And uh, I've known him since he was a kid. But uh, uh, we had a good conversation last week, had a lot of fun. And um, uh, we decided that, um, well, we don't need you on the air. Right? I'm sorry, <laughs> even though you're in charge here. I knew it was going to happen at some point. <laughs> it was just a matter of time. But it's always good to be back. You know, we talk a lot about uh, um, off the air, you know, we we just uh, we feel like the Lord's in this. We have good mm. chemistry. Mm. We uh, we think we 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 roll pretty good during the show, and uh, we have fun doing it. And hopefully, it's a blessing to our listeners. And we we, we you know, I was listening to Rush. I listened to Rush Limbaugh for thirty years, however, however long he was on the air. Right. Actually, I listened to him almost every day. And I remember one time he said uh, the secret of radio. Uh, of course, he was talented like nobody else in, in radio probably ever in my opinion um, but uh, he said the three the three essential ingredients of radio is content content and content mm. so I it's wrote like that real down. estate location location <laughs> location the same yeah. thing, exactly <laughs> and when I had my radio show in Indiana in my office there I had that um, I wrote that on a piece of paper and and and, and tacked it to uh, to the wall there and saw it Every day, so that's what we try to do here. We may not be uh, Rush Limbaugh's, but Close. we can. We just want the Lord to use that's us right. and to bring content that is uh, that is from a biblical perspective mm. in terms of what's going on in the um, in the zeitgeist or the uh, uh, the culture today. So, uh, but let's. Um, uh, so that brings us to the importance of radio. How essential Christian radio is. Um, I listen to it a lot. I listen to our station um, um, a lot, and um, uh, we're during we're uh, right in the middle of Shareathon here at one hundred three point nine Praise FM. Yeah, it's an opportunity for our listeners to really partner with us. Uh, this is a ministry. This isn't. We don't have a lot of commercial radios. We have some sponsors that we work with locally that uh, also give to the radio station to support the ministry. But by and large, this is supported by people who are connecting with exactly what you talked about, that content. And we feel we've got wonderful content to put out into our community. Uh, we have obviously a culture today 
that is detaching from God and in the music and in the preaching and in the ministry points that we bring to the radio station, we think we can connect uh, truth to our community. And so if you'd like to be part of helping us to do that, praying for us, obviously, but uh, it takes money to run a radio station. It takes money to produce and to put out the content that uh, that we're talking about right now. And so we'd love for you to call in here at Praise FM 103.9. Um, you can also go to our uh, website, our Facebook page, and um, uh, let us know, you know how you're listening and how we're impacting you. Um, but if you'd like to be part of our share this week, please call in and, and give. What's the number? How, how do know, I don't have the number we'll get, on me right so now. So we'll get but, the phone number on the website, uh, praisefm.com. Yeah, it's actually our Facebook page, Praise FM 103.9. Praise FM mm-hmm. 103.9 is a Facebook page. So so you can go there and give. I actually brought a ceremonial um, contribution here uh, of, of $5 billion that uh, just came right out of my checking account. No problem for me to give that. But uh, so... So, folks, uh, every Christian radio show is is basically funded by its listeners. So we need listeners. Uh, we need listeners to give. Pastor's getting the, uh, the the phone number here, so we can so we can uh, give it to you, so you can call in and uh, and give. Give uh, ten bucks if you have ten bucks. Give twenty five bucks if you have twenty five bucks. Fifty, a hundred, whatever it is. I'm giving a check here uh, to Pastor. I was hoping I to be one of those giant checks. <laughs> <laughs> those are funny. Do you, I like those giant checks. Uh, yeah, but you, taking them through a drive-thru, you can't get it into the little thing. You ever tried Chop to, it up? Yeah, right? I don't know how you do it. So, um, so anyway, I, I love Christian radio, I do too. Pastor. I, I've, uh, I've been a part of it on uh, numerous occasions. I'm blessed to be able to have a, a show with you here at uh, Fellowship Baptist Church, but I I, uh, I talk about it often. I had a radio show in Indiana, and uh, the fourth floor of the beautiful federal building that the church just basically renovated. Uh, it was an old beat-up building, dilapidated. Church uh, had a donor who put a bunch of money into it, and we were on the fourth floor of that federal building, had a beautiful studio up there, and I've mentioned it a number of times on the show, but if you look at looked out the windows of the studio, you could see the Chicago skyline. Mm, that's, that's how beautiful. close we were to Chicago. Wow. And uh, if you looked out, you could see a beautiful skyline. If you looked down, you could see a carjacking. You could see a liquor <laughs> store being held up. So that's why you'd look out. Yeah. You don't. You don't look down. We had don't, don't look down on the on the window. Uh, look straight. Straight. <laughs> it was, a, it was in on one of the ugliest towns those in America. people needed but, Christian but, radio, though. Yes, you know? they did. That's right. Amen. <laughs> well, and, I've got that number I want to share yeah, it with. Yeah, go and ahead. It's 304-893-9736. It's 304-893-9736. And you can call in. We'll have someone answer the phone and speak with you about uh, your gift. And l- let me just tell you, um, this is one of, I think, the most effective ways to take a little bit and have the Lord break it up many times over. I always loved that um, account in Scripture of the feeding of the 5,000. Little boy, he's like, what can I give? And he brings us five loaves and two fishes. And Jesus takes what he brought and breaks it up many times over. You you give even $25 um, a month. 
you give $30 a month, it may not seem like that's a lot of money, but as everybody does it, God breaks that over the airwaves, and, and you literally have thousands of people that are hearing the gospel, thousands of people that are being mm-hmm. encouraged by the Word of God, thousands of people that are able to turn on that radio station and hear good, godly Christian music that encourages them during a time. And let's just face it, we've lived during times where it's been pretty discouraging. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of times I've turned on Christian radio, heard that music, and it's just helped me get uh, perspective again on what's going on in my day. Yeah, and and there's other... Uh, there's other Christian radio stations in the valley, and, and um, some are okay, and uh, the, you know the, some are really good. There's uh, two more, two others I think. One's okay, the others uh, very very sound. Also, um, I just have a preference for 103.9 because of the music. Mm. That's that's really um, I, I enjoy the music on yeah. 103.9 more than the others. And uh, the sh- the the Christian radio programs are just very good. Mm. The shows in the evening and um, uh, just just a, a, a great a great schedule here. And we should uh, we should read it sometime here on the air uh, because I don't think enough people know about uh, the shows that are on the ev- yeah. on the e- on here on the evening. Folks may not know about if they don't listen. And um, the Voice of Truth radio show, have you heard about that one? That's uh, <laughs> that's an afternoon show. I think that's pretty good. Thursdays at 5, Saturdays at 3. Some guy named Angie Singer, though. They, you yeah, got to meet watch him. him He's questionable. He's a politician. You always got to watch them. But, uh, yeah, we podcast at Voice of Truth with Mike Azinger. So, uh, 893-9736. Did I get that right, you Pastor? You did. 304-893-9736. Call in and give. And if you say oh, I can't give, I can't give a lot. Um, you don't have to give a lot. Just give what the Lord tells you to give. So, all right. So we're going to segue here into a couple stories. Um, we have a, we got a good show for you today. In the second segment, we're going to talk. Uh, we're going to play a segment mm-hmm. that uh, that you found on on the internet. Well, it's been and going maybe, around. Someone sent it to yeah, me. Yeah, so it's everywhere. Just, it's... I, I saw it. Also, I didn't listen to it, but I did see it. Every, you know, several places. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe just describe it for a few seconds. Yeah, you, it's, it's, be, it's a great clip. It's Lieutenant Governor of North Carolina, and he's essentially standing up and. You know, we think this is amazing. He's essentially just speaking the truth, but he's doing it in a very compelling way. Um, and it's the truth of identity, and identity is being so attacked in our culture today. It's being ripped away from people. Satan is doing a tremendous job of deceiving people against the image of God in their own life, and he just speaks to it, and I think it's phenomenal. And he's in a <laughs> – we were talking off the air, but but look, you know, uh, let's be honest. The, the best preachers – or black preachers. Oh man, they, can, they get you fired. They, they up, are gifted to, to speak in a way that that just nobody else is. And we were talking about a man named Evie Hill who pastored in Los Angeles for many mm-hmm. years. Black a black preacher out there, um, and his wife passed away twenty thirty years ago. And um, uh, somebody gave me a, a, the sermon, and I listened to it fifty times of him. Uh, preaching his wife's funeral. It was just amazing. Mm-hmm. So here we have the lieutenant, lieutenant governor of uh, North Carolina or yeah. South North, North Carolina. Carolina, and he's in, he's in a black church when he's mm-hmm. speaking. He's not holding back. And everybody is is excited about what he's saying, which is encouraging because, because he's it's speaking so bold. the truth. It is yeah. bold. It's a, you, he's, a, he's a good speaker. He doesn't mince speaker. words at all. No, he doesn't. And he's a great speaker, and he's telling it like it is, mm-hmm. and he's a politician. 
Yeah. So the, that's a an unusual combination. So we're going to play that and talk about a story in the next segment called uh, – uh, 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 the title is New Study. More than half of all female-to-male transgender teens – attempt suicide hmm. more than half this is it's just astonishing. this is outrageous this is outrageous so we'll give you some more uh, info on that here in the next segment um, but uh, we'll just talk about a couple here in a, a couple of stories from intellectual takeout we'll get to at least one intellectual takeout uh, to tell you how good intellectual takeout is i think they have i think their website's intellectual takeout.org Org. It is intellectualtakeout.org, and um, these guys get banned on Facebook all the time. Um, it's like a badge of honor anymore. It though, right? is a badge of honor. So one of their best uh, writers at Intellectual Takeout is a gal named Annie Holmquist, H-O-L-M-Q-U-I-S-T. She writes uh, – she fits right in at Intellectual Takeout because she writes stories that, that no one else writes. Mm. That's what Intellectual Takeout and my – uh, in my opinion, their USB, their unique selling position is they write they they post stories that are unlike anything you see out there. This one's called "One Simple Reason Boys Are Failing." One simple reason boys are failing, and this is a story that's been going on for decades. Uh, Christina Hoff Summers wrote a book, I don't know, twenty thirty years ago called "War on Boys." Yeah. And it's a great book, and it'll break your heart, but it'll open your eyes. Even as old as that book is, um, Christina Hoff Summers' War on Boys is a, uh, an excellent book on the subject. So it says, one of the prominent narratives in society in recent years concerns the idea that women are falling behind and treated unfairly in the classroom and the workplace. An example of this is the annual quote-unquote equal pay day which highlights the gap in earnings between women and men, which, uh, which by the way, is an economic fallacy. But while the plight of women often receives the most publicity, there is growing consciousness of the difficulties men and boys encounter in life. These include a disadvantage in educational attainment and a decline in, in wages, uh, not to mention, by the, not to mention, by the way, the fact that uh, men and boys get ridiculed mm. uh, everywhere—TV, yeah. commercials, whatever. All right, back to the article. A lot of ink has been spilled to explain those trends, including the elimination of physical movement and activities in which boys tend to excel uh, from schools. Um, but according to UK education expert Barnaby Lennon. There's another reason why boys are failing, namely friendship parenting. Mm. Friendship parenting. He says, Mr. Uh, Barnaby Lennon from the UK says, former Harrow School, H-A-R-R-O-W, former Harrow School headmaster Mr. Lennon argued in a new book that much of the fault of the failure of boys lies in the family in particular with father's attitudes. He said boys were more likely to fail at school by getting into trouble or through rudeness, poor discipline, or lack of motivation. Now, next paragraph, and this is highlighted in the story here. Authority has been transferred from parents to children in the last 50 years, and boys are paying the price. Sometimes dads are trying too hard to be 
boys' best friends because boys particularly need firm discipline. They have become more disadvantaged. So he's saying, look, the problem with uh, a lot of these boys is, you know, this this new culture, this new society where we have men who have been brought up weak or taught to be weak and who have been kowtowed and been uh, browbeaten, mm. emasculated in culture, in the, in the family for, I think, 50 years. I think yeah. this has been going on for a long time. And they're raising boys now, and they're wanting to be their boys' best buddy. Yeah. Well, and the way that they affirm children now is by trying to bring this – equality, they say, or equity into the home. And instead of raising boys to be boys and, and girls to be girls, there's just this sense of, of neutrality in the home where you can't treat one, like like I've got a boy and I've got three girls and I don't parent them the same way. Yeah, I, I, I don't have the same conversations with them. Yeah, I don't, right. honestly, I don't even give them the same opportunities. And I know that might sound mm, strange, okay. but I give different opportunities to my son mm at his age than I gave to my girls at his age because I'm raising girls and I'm raising a boy. Yeah. And there is distinction in that. And I can see exactly what this article is talking about because boys are being failed and just being brought into this neutral situation in the home where we're all holding hands and being friends. No, your parents mm-hmm. and your children, that's two distinctions. And there are boys and girls. That's a distinction. And we need to start addressing that in the home again. You know, we, uh, we have two boys and a girl. Our boys are uh, out of the house now, but um, our little girl isn't. But but years ago, we used to we when we lived in Indiana, we had a uh, you know small ranch house, but it had a hallway going down towards the bedroom, like most ranches mm-hmm. did. And my boys, when they were little, would play football in that hallway, mm-hmm. and they would just beat the tar out of each other, knock each other against the walls, <laughs> and the whole, and I would let them. Mm-hmm. Because they were they were becoming men in that little hallway, mm-hmm. and uh, you know I would take them out in the yard and pass football with them. I don't do that with my little girl. Now right. I do play a little volleyball with her because she does like volleyball. <laughs> but my boys, I want them uh, since they were little to trend toward masculinity. Yes, and my little girl, I want her to just trend toward femininity mm-hmm. and being feminine. And there should be a distinction yeah. between a boy and a girl. And then, you know, when they come together, I think the, the, mar- the part of the marriage is the beauty, the glory of God is 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 uh, displayed in a marriage because you, when you have a, a masculine man meeting with a with a beautiful feminine girl, and mm-hmm. and uh, the uh, th- that's a that's a. a heartwarming situation mm-hmm. no matter where you are. Yeah. Weddings are by nature yes. touching yes. because they they glorify God, and especially when you have a masculine man and a, a feminine girl coming mm-hmm. together. Uh, so one simple reason boys are failing. Dads want to be their buddies. Mm-hmm. There's other reasons, but uh, um, and I don't, I don't want to pick on dads because dads get picked on in culture yeah. too much, but, but dads need to, uh, we I need to raise boys. want to encourage dads to go ahead and take up the mantle and, and, and learn and be ready about what it means to raise boys in your home. If and you, you learn that in church. You know, you I, I think uh, you're good at preaching on the on the family here at Fellowship Baptist, but wherever you go to church, uh, you know, the pastor should be have, have mm-hmm. the courage to say what this uh, lieutenant governor slash preacher is <laughs> about to say in the clip we're going to talk about in the next section mm-hmm. uh, segment. So you're listening to the Voice of Truth radio show with Mike Azinger, Brian Leversey, pastor here at Fellowship Baptist Church. And the share is going on full force here at Fellowship Baptist 
the radio station, 103.9 Praise FM. That's what you're listening to. If you want to give to the share 893-9736-893-9736. Voice of Truth will be right back. Welcome back to the Voice of Truth radio show. share going on here at 103.9 Praise FM Radio. If you want to give during the share we could sure use your help to keep the radio station. This is a listener-supported, right, is. Pastor? I mean, Complete I'm sure the ministry. church. Yep. Yeah. So it's you folks that we that uh, we rely on to keep the radio station on. Just just imagine if you're driving down the road or at home, and and um, all of a sudden you don't have a 93.9 or 103.9 to listen to or Praise mm-hmm. FM, and and I don't want to uh, be you know be hyperbolic, but but. The, uh, if, you, if it weren't for radio, Christian radio, we wouldn't have that oasis to go That's to right. and those songs to go to and the radio shows, uh, the Christian uh, biblical radio uh, shows that, that are played here on 103.9 Praise FM. So, 893-9736-304, 893-9736 is the number uh, where you give. Mm-hmm. We were talking in the last segment about um, the lieutenant governor of North Carolina. What's, what's his name, Pastor? Do we know? to bring it up here. Okay, we're going to find out his name. We're going to play a clip of, of his. Uh, you may have seen it, folks. It's it's everywhere. I've seen it many places, and I've never – I didn't click on it. I don't know why. I know who the guy is. I know he's awesome, but, and I wish I had listened to it. But, uh, Pastor, you just played it for me. This is a, f- a phenomenal clip. It's uh, – Two and a half minutes long. Yeah, just a couple minutes, and, and I, just packed with truth in in a way that you don't hear it brought very often. Yeah, so it's, so. it's the subject is LGBT. When we come out of that clip, we're going to talk about uh, some some uh, some things that are going on with with these transgender teens that are really mm, sad. It is and heartbreaking. Uh, God knows we need His help. But uh, here's the lieutenant governor slash preacher uh, from North Carolina. Something else I'm not supposed to say. Ain't but two genders. Two genders. Ain't nothing but men and women. And I can already see WRL out there. They got they licking their pencils around, trying to write fierce as they can. Get every word of this here. Get every word of this. You can go to the doctor and get cut up. You can go down to the dress shop and get made up. You can go down there and get drugged up. But at the end of the day, you were just a drugged up, dressed up, made up, cut up, man or woman. You ain't changed what God put in you, that DNA. You can't transcend God's creation. I don't care how hard you try. The transgender movement in this country, if there's a movement in this country that is demonic and that is full of the spirit of antichrist, it is the transgender movement. It's time for grown-ups and time for Christians to start standing up and being unafraid to tell the truth. Come after me if you want to. I don't care. You want my head? Here it is right here. Come on, come get it. I don't care because it's time for us to stand up. Now I'm not afraid to stand up and tell the truth about that issue. 
They're dragging our kids down into the pit of hell, trying to teach them that mess in our schools. Tell you like this, that ain't got no place at no school. Two plus two don't equal transgender. It equals four. We need to get back to teaching them how to read instead of teaching them how to go to hell. <laughs> that's, wow. so that's so bold, man. That's so bold. And, and he's, he's a politician, not just a politician. He's a high level yeah. lieutenant governor. If the governor dies in North Carolina, this man that you just heard yep. is, is going to be the governor and his future um, is, is very, he's a young man, I think in his forties, he's not, uh, so he's going to be around Lord willing a long mm. time. What, what great bold truth he told that's so desperate to hear well, the uh, clarity behind it. I mean, yes. to, and then to, uh, really pull the veil back on the fact that this has become an agenda in our school systems, mm. you know, uh, to, to boldly declare Hey, education belongs in the school, not propaganda, you know, pushing some mm. sexualized agenda upon children. I mean, this is this is demonic as he said, and he wasn't afraid to call that out. And we've been uh, we've talked we talk about this a lot, but you want to take God out of the schools, you go ahead. You yeah. go ahead and take yeah. God out of the schools, mm. take prayer out of schools in 1962, take the Bible out of schools in 63. That might be the other way, but uh, prayer and Bible taken out of the schools by the Supreme Court in 62 and 63, and that's not completely out like it's outlawed, but in in effect, yeah. these are removed. And I've got a story here. We probably won't have time to get to it today, but it talks about, uh, look, our uh, you, take, you take the Bible out, objective truth out, mm-hmm. then you're going to uh, – Give the the devil an opportunity to fill that oh, void, my. and he will. And yeah. it won't be it won't be with a scripture. It'll be something antithetical to it. Um, and this article calls it postmodernism. That's one of uh, uh, relativism, uh, whatever you want to call it. It's it's truth is my truth, and I get to define it for myself. Yeah. And the the scary thing about this is the devil doesn't stop advancing. It's not like, okay, well, we took the Bible out of the school and we took prayer out of the school. and No, let's see what happens since then. Now yeah. his agenda from hell is advancing into our culture. He doesn't back off. The Bible says he's a roaring lion. He, he's wanting to devour people. And the Bible tells us to give no place to the devil. And, and as soon as we remove God from a place, it's a vacuum. And the devil can fill that vacuum so quickly with his agenda and his philosophy and his vain deceits. And, and now our culture is just full of it. Yeah, we decided as a culture that, um, look, look, God, and this was in the 60s. I just got done with a great book on the 60s again. But this is part of the 60s sexual revolution that said, look, God, you, uh, you can say what you want about other things. Do not get in the arena of, of uh, sexual mora- mm. mores, God, because that we're going to decide that. Yeah. And so that's what we did in America. And um, uh, during the during the Clinton area, and not to be political, but we just decided that, uh, look, we, we don't comment on that. Mm-hmm. You know, 
That's not part of the moral conversation in America anymore. And uh, we want uh, we want gay marriage in America. We want uh, all sodomy laws to be uh, uh, torn down, which they were with Lawrence v. Texas and with Obergefell. Look, we got we want. Uh, gay marriage in America. Mm-hmm. Shut up about it, God. We want gay marriage in America, and and it, like you said, the devil doesn't stop. No. Who would have Who would have thought for a minute that all of a sudden we have children, uh, school age kids, saying, "Look, uh, uh, I'm not sure if I'm a boy or I'm a girl yeah. anymore," and it's being pushed. It is. It's not something these kids are coming up with themselves. And it's not going to stop there. Now you're already hearing the allowances to add more initials to this LGBTQ, I, I don't even know what else, I. I. Uh, now you you hear a lot and you see a lot of articles written about young attraction. Uh, it's another terminology for pedophilia, essentially. Yes. And you're oh, going to see, but, but when you start pulling away all of the concrete moral foundation that God has placed upon human sexuality, uh, marriage, and the family, and you destroy that, then... then how can you ever stop that train from running off the track? It's just going to keep going into areas that that are so vile that I, that I believe at one point God flooded the whole world because of yeah. it. Oh, wow. Yes, and when sin, when it's finished, is what? Brings death. Death, right? There, there, there is a finish to it. It does finish somewhere. And it's called it's called death. So, uh, some of the consequences of our decisions in terms of uh, defining morality for ourselves, specifically sexual morality, uh, is is there's going to be a consequence yeah. for it, right? So, here's the story: new study: more than half of all female to male transgender teens attempt suicide. Wow. This is a uh, story. A guy named uh, a, a Facebook page that I uh, hook up with a wintry night and uh but he's he's quoting from the daily wire which is uh what's his name's uh ben shapiro ben shapiro who's who's very good uh so the daily wire uh medical study reveals alarming suicide attempts uh then uh let's see a, a gal the reporter reports on a new study from the american academy of pediatrics A new study, this is from the study, this is a quote, a new study from the American, or this is actually, I think, from the article. A new study from the American Academy of Pediatrics found an alarming number of teens who identify as transgender or non-binary. I hate these terms these leftists create. Non-binary just means you have natural affections for a boy if you're a girl and vice versa. It means you're normal. Uh, So... Um, the number of teens who identify as transgender or non-binary have attempted suicide at least once, showcasing the dangers of the transgender movement. So if you're transgender or uh, um, non-natural affection, um, more than half of all female-to-male transgender teens, for example, have attempted to end their lives. So if you're a female transgendering, transitioning, or whatever to male, the chances of you attempting suicide are better than 50%. Wow. Researchers, uh, researchers behind the study used data collected from more than 600 teens over a 36-month period, and that was June of 2012 
through 15, so it's only gotten worse. The study found that female-to-male teens, uh, trans teens, had the highest suicide attempt rate of all other identity groups surveyed at 50.8%. Unsurprisingly, other gender-confused teens have outrageously high rates of suicide attempts too. Non-binary, that's just normal folks with normal kids with uh, normal, uh, I'm sorry, non-binary means that uh, that you don't have the natural affections. You have an attraction to a, a girl-to-girl or boy-to-boy, etc. Non-binary adolescents, meaning teens who do not identify exclu- exclusively as female or male, were found to have a 41.8% suicide attempt rate, male-to-female trans teens had a 29.9% suicide rate, and questioning teens, that means they're not sure, they've had a suicide rate of 27.9%. So how how awful is it, these people pushing these kids and affirming these kids and these transgender issues, they're pushing them, many of them, towards attempted or real suicide. Mm. Well, you know, it, it's just part of the plan that we've seen in our culture for uh, a century now of eliminating um, our connection to God's uh, truth. He created us. He called us to uh, act in certain ways and behave in certain ways. He designed us for certain purposes he has a plan for our life, and now you take somebody and you rip away all that plan. You rip away all of what your heart yearns for. You, you, you confuse people by saying you need to feel certain ways that you're not even designed to feel. And then you promote that, and you make it a heroic transition, and, and then they come out of that confused and dazed and thinking, I was told this was going to make me a better person, and now I don't even know who I am. I don't know where I came from. I don't know where I'm going. Life is meaningless, and that's why we've got these statistics that we have. And those are those are good points. So this guy makes an interesting point, point in the article that he wrote. This guy wrote uh, called uh, Wintery Night, and I don't know much about him, but he makes a good point here. He says the thing is, there's a study about uh, uh, even though LGBT people think that approval will make them feel mm. better yeah. about what they are doing, it's not true. In societies where social approval and government support of LGBT behaviors are higher than in America, the suicide rates are still extremely high. Wow. The th- uh, LifeSite News, it's a pro-life uh, organization, says a study out of Sweden uh, published last month has found that suicide risk among active homosexuals is high even in a region that is highly tolerant of same-sex behavior. Because the true affirmation came from the stamp of God and his con- the conscience that he gave man, the roadmap. Mm. There's, there's a roadmap he's placed on mm. every person's heart that yearns for the creator. Um, and that conscience can be seared and you can be turned over to a reprobate mind by, by doing what we're doing in our culture today. But, but in every person, there's that conscience. And when you try to affirm something other than that conscience, your own, your own life that God created in you uh, repudiates that. And it does it by, by not having joy, by not, mm. by not having purpose, by not having an identity. 
and, and God gave us an identity that we can grab onto, and this world is obliterating it. And true peace is found in doing God's will. Absolutely. Doing God's will. First of all, having the peace uh, of your sins being forgiven mm. through the cross of Jesus Absolutely. Christ. That's where peace starts. Yep. And then after that, doing God's will. Oh, you'll not man. find, you'll not, look, Bruce Jenner is it doesn't have peace. No. Oh, he's on Fox News now. I'm done with Fox News now. Mm. Oh, he's on Fox News just, and he's a conservative. He's a Republican conservative, and no, he's got a messed up, his mm. conscience is messed up. All right, just a couple more paragraphs from this story published in the uh, European Journal of Epidemiology. <laughs> the authors found that men in same-sex quote-unquote marriages were at Three times greater risk of suicide than men who were married to women. So yeah. uh, all these, all these uh, uh, unbiblical affections and all these uh, relationships that are unbiblical aren't going to bring peace and happiness. No. They might bring fleshly happiness or mm. pleasure, but they won't bring peace and happiness, and they certainly aren't a way to, uh, to find eternal life in heaven. One last statement. Even in a country with a comparatively tolerant climate regarding homosexuality, such as Sweden, same-sex married individuals um, evidenced a higher risk of suicide for other males and um, uh, three times higher, so as we as we read. So, uh, and this is just becoming ubiquitous in our culture. At the same time, I believe that Christians are standing up. Yes. I believe that there's a pushback. Yeah. And this stuff being taught to our children, uh, uh, every every single parent, when that happens, every single parent should be not just at the Board of Education meetings, at the school, yeah. pounding on the desk of the principal. Look, I want to mm-hmm. know what's going on here. Parents got to rise up. And um, uh, we, we got a, I got a story next. We'll do this in the next segment of – of uh, what's what's going on in Christian education? Is it uh, growing or shrinking? Hmm. And um, we'll find out here in just a minute. All right, so we're going to do that next. Then we got our world famous etiquette segment. Can't wait. To finish up, <laughs> and we're going to talk more about tipping, whether you like it or not, folks. We're going to do it. <laughs> All right, you're listening to Voice of Truth, Shareathon Week three zero four eight nine three. 9736 call and give so we can uh, stay on the air and uh, that'll that'll bless us real good 8939736 voice of truth radio show we'll be right back Welcome back to the Voice of Truth radio show. This is your host, State Senator Mike Azinger. Pastor Brian Leversey was right next to me. He has left the building like Elvis, <laughs> left, the, left the studio anyway. So we have brought in our farm team. We got the best farm team in the country, though, Timothy Daller and uh, Jeremy Kaminsky. How you doing? Good to have you. You've Good never to be been, here. You've never been I have, on the... No, I've never been able to be on here. Because you you're always uh, on probation. Yeah. And, uh, we have to go down, bail you out. They've not in. let me on air very not very often anymore. <laughs> but so. you've, been on the, you've been on the radio here. I have, before. yeah, over the years, sure. So uh, what's taking you so long to get on the I air? Don't I don't know. I think I got banned. I, I'm still, like I said, on, I'm on probation, so... <laughs> what was your nickname on the radio? Well, years ago, it was uh, Thundercloud Kaminsky, because we were doing weather forecasts, and I was pulling it off the internet... 
And of course, as soon as you get it on the air, it was wrong. And then people were calling in mad because that weather's wrong. And so we stopped doing that for. <laughs> so you're all with Pastor John Lance. Oh, oh yeah, yep. I forgot that. Now yep. I remember. Yeah. Yep. Very good. So Thundercloud Kaminsky, I like it. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a football linebacker <laughs> name. All right, we're in the middle of Sherathon here at uh, Praise FM 103.9, and uh, we are listener-supported here. So we need folks that listen like you folks listening right now to call in and give, please. Uh, 304-893-9736, 304-893-9736, and um, that'll keep the shows going that you love here, the the music that you love here at uh, Praise FM. Uh, we're, we we need you. We need you folks to, to help out, and uh, we sure hope you will. 304-893-9736, call in, and um, you can give a few bucks a month. Is that right, guys? You guys you can here, right? yeah you can do you whatever can whatever whatever you can do whatever the lord lays in your heart feel free to do that you can give five dollars up to five thousand dollars or more mm-hmm. it's up to you but yeah. whatever god whatever anything you can do helps keep us on the air so that number is again 304-893-9736 all right very good this uh tim what was the <laughs> remark you said before we get a if you don't give we all have to get real jobs <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's something we're just not willing to do. So <laughs> that's terrifying in and of itself. Yeah. Give so uh, these guys have to get real jobs. But uh, the truth is, they work hard around here. And uh, um, Pastor Leversey, new guy in town, came from California. Yes, two years ago, right in the middle of COVID. <laughs> no. Do you remember? He I was do. Preaching oh, from yeah. the front porch he of the was. church to all yep. the cars. Yes, I remember. And imagine having to do that. But uh, we're we're blessed to have him. We're glad to have him. All right, so we're in the third segment of the Voice of Truth Radio Show, and uh, we got a story that uh, Chris, Christian education story. We talked to your guys. Um, with uh, Pastor uh, Leversey and I have talked before on the show about uh, the number of homeschool uh, homeschoolers, moms and dads who are homeschooling, doubling, tripling, yes, all across the country. In the state of West Virginia, I think it's doubled. <coughs> in in the black communities, five times the number of homeschoolers in in just the last year mm. or two. This is all. A recent phenomenon. That's awesome, um, and it's a lot of it's because uh, these the uh, parents have found out about this critical race sure. theory stuff, and I don't think it's uh, ubiquitous in West Virginia and Ohio, but it's coming. People don't know it comes under different names, and uh, they and the left says, "Oh, there's no critical race theory in the schools." Well, it comes in in different different names. forms. Oh, absolutely. That's why the bill we just ran. In uh, in Charleston uh, during the last session, didn't even say critical race theory in it because it's it was worded so that it could capture and pre- and uh, preclude any kind of uh, philosophy that is rooted hmm. in critical race theory. And uh, the bill passed the House, uh, passed the Senate, went to the House, and they made some changes. So it had to come back to the Senate. It came back to the Senate at eight minutes. Before midnight, the session was over at midnight, of course, and missed by uh, less than a minute, I believe. I was staring. I was sitting there. The bill came up. I was sitting there staring at my computer. We were going as fast as we could to get to get the vote. We voted on it. It passed, 
Uh, but after it passes, the senator, the uh, president, Senate president has to say, you know, uh, some uh, some wording to make it official. And it went over, uh, it went past midnight and didn't pass. So wow. uh, we will go at it again. Maybe it'll get a, a special session, too. <laughs> All right, so Christian education boom continues around the country. And listen to this, uh, Tim Dowler and Jeremy Kaminsky. Christian schools across the country are seeing tremendous growth in enrollment as parents and students seek educational opportunities that combine academic, athletic, and social offerings in environments that are also focused on spiritual and moral Hmm. growth. Spurred by dissatisfaction with public school curriculum, pandemic-related restrictions, that would be the mask mandate, and continued remote learning, and these remote learnings all across the country, these dads are hearing this uh, Marxist critical race theory being taught to the kids mm-hmm. and getting fired up. That's right. Moms, too. But dads, I understand, are the ones listening. Uh, families are seeking Christian education in record numbers. Now, let me give you the numbers, guys, and uh, I'll get your I'll get your opinions on it, your perspective uh, last fall, the New York Times reported that the median members member school in the Association of Christian Schools International (ACSI). You guys ever heard of that? I have not. No. Uh, Association of Christian Schools International, one of the country's largest networks of evangelical schools, grew its K through 12 enrollment by 12 percent. Between mm. 2019 and 2021, 12% wow. growth. That's astounding. That's huge. The Association of Classical Christian Schools, another conservative uh, network, expanded from an estimated 50,500 students in 2018 to about 59,200 students this year. So in the last three years, from 50,000 to 60,000 essentially – and uh, you're talking about uh, uh, 20% growth there. That's amazing. Hey, I love it. Uh, my opinion of that is that uh, this didn't work out like the liberals had thought it did. <laughs> it, it made people uh, awakened, and it's, it, a, it it's a great thing. I mean, you know, just thank God for that. I mean, I'm glad that people have finally seen the truth. Of what's kind of, I think, been going on, been building up over the years. and Yeah, so we talked about this last segment with, uh, when uh, Pastor Leversey. He had to step out, by the way, if you're just tuning in. Uh, uh, but I got Tim Dowler and Jeremy Kaminsky uh, sitting, in, uh, sitting in with me on this story. So let's continue here. Here's another uh, good paragraph, very interesting. Two years ago at Lanier, L-A-N-I-E-R, Christian Academy, Flower Branch, Georgia, officials were projecting modest growth. All right? So they're thinking, ah, we'll grow a little bit. Hoping to reach 350 students. Today, the school has an enrollment of 470 students <laughs> and is projecting 550 students by next fall. So here's a picture in the, in the front of the uh, story, the first page. <clears throat> Look at that. That. Wow. Now, if you want to see what we're looking at here, folks, the, the story is uh, Christian education boom continues around the country uh, by Lu- Louise Secker, S-E-C-K-E-R, Louise. Look at that. That is a uh, 
apparently a Christian school. Wow. It looks like a large public school. It does. It? Yeah, it's um, very large public school. It scares me a little bit when Christian schools get that big because yeah. um, you know, they, they tend to forget God when they and, and, uh, worship their buildings and money. Comes a lot about, but, uh, but that just is a great picture um, that is uh, uh, a, a – uh, it's, it's a picture of the, of the growth that Christian mm-hmm. schools going That's on. That's amazing. All across, all across the country – um, and uh, uh, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing to see, along with, along with uh, the the homeschooling, the mm. homeschoolers. I love it. Hey, that's great. Everything's great, and uh, the even even in the midst of adversity, <clears throat> going through COVID and going through the mask and all that thing, and and just to see people respond, it's been really great to watch the news and to see. I, I'm not I'm not proponent of violence or anything, or getting super angry at these meetings, but. Um, one line you can't cross with people is messing with their kids. Yeah, and that's you know that's what the, that's what a lot of liberals have done. Yeah, when you it. start teaching and 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 I'm not saying it's going on around here. Uh, I've not heard of it going on around here, but but it better not be. Uh, but across the country, teachers teaching children mm-hmm. uh, uh, about transgenderism. Yes. I have a picture of here on a story that we did a minute ago um, of a teacher holding out, walking through the rows of, of children in her class, holding the LGBT flag. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's a problem. It is uh, a problem. So here's another school that um, they're building uh, a multi-purpose building. They have a let's see here. They have a academic buildings, a gym, art centers. Uh, chapel, a multi-purpose building, a football soccer field on 36 acres, and they're going to be accommodating as many as 1,200 students, and that's probably what the picture is yeah, that, say that's uh, that we're talking about. But fantastic. So all across the country, uh, Christian school movement, homeschool movement, and uh, uh, you know we, we we put our kids in Christian school because we want them to learn about God. Absolutely, we want them to learn <laughs> about God, and in in America. Uh, the Bible was taught from the very beginning for 300 years until the 1960s. The Bible was taught in public schools in yes. America. You could pray in school. You could talk about the Bible in schools. You could have a have a Bible in your school. For sure. Um, but but uh, I think that we're seeing what happens when um, when you take God out of school. All right. So any other comments, gentlemen? Tim Dowler, Jeremy Kaminsky? No, just just – Hopefully, hopefully, people keep on moving, keep on going forward, and um, stand in the ground. Uh, Amen to that. All right, you're listening to the Voice of Truth radio show. We'll be back in the next segment with our world-famous etiquette segment. You can go anywhere in the world, guys. Iran, Iraq, you can go to mm. Europe. Just pull someone aside on the street and said, uh, say to them, are you familiar with the Voice of Truth etiquette segment? And they'll say, oh, oh yes. I know. I yeah. love that segment. We <laughs> listen to it every week. By the way, we're on at uh, Thursdays at 5, Saturdays at 3. You're listening right now to uh, 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 to us during share week. So call in and give 893-9736 to Praise FM right here. That's where we broadcast, and uh, that's where you listen Often, I'm sure, a lot, maybe every day, to uh, Praise FM, 103.9, 893-9736. Call and give. We will be right back. This is the Voice of Truth Radio. 
Welcome back to the Voice of Truth radio show. I'm your host, State Senator Mike Azinger. Pastor Leversey has left the building. Actually, just the studio. I think he went to his office. He had something to attend to, so I brought in... uh, the backups. The, uh, the backups. These guys are uh, for a farm team. They're like the best. Tim Dowler, Jeremy Kaminsky. We're going to talk about tipping again. This will be <laughs> this will be like the third or fourth week, but this will be uh, probably one. the last one. And this will get into an arena that we're not used to going into. So, uh, real quick, the Sheraton's going on. Sure. Right now, uh, Jeremy, what's what's the number to call in? The number to call is 304-893-9736. Anything that you can do will help keep us on the air broadcasting the gospel of Jesus Christ through song and through preaching as well as partnering with the Women's Care Center and helping support that great organization here in the Mid-High Valley. So, number again, 304-893-9736. Very good. So, we do need uh, folks to call in and give. Please do that, uh, 304-893-9736. All right, so it's etiquette segment, the world-famous etiquette segment. I was just telling the guys right before we came on, you could go any place in the world. Mm-hmm. You go to the Middle East, you can go to Europe, you can go to Africa. Uh, just uh, bump into somebody on the street and say, have you ever heard of the etiquette segment on the Voice of Truth radio show? They'll say, yes, I love that That's part. That's the best part of the show. Yeah, yep. best part of the show in the world. All right, so tipping when you're traveling. All right, guys, you ready? Sure. Just throw in comments as you as you we go, whatever uh, arbitrary comment you want to make. Just make sure it is enlightening, all right? Housekeeping at the hotel. A good tip for housekeeping is between two to five bucks a night. Uh, yeah, I think that's pretty. Yeah. That's pretty good. I think it's yeah. too much. Tour guide. <laughs> tip between one to five dollars per person in your group. I don't care about that one. Skycap or bellhop. One to two dollars per bag. They they uh, one dollar. They look for you. Yeah. So if I go to the airport. I got a I, when I travel I take a big suitcase. Mm-hmm. I get five bucks. Yeah, for him to take he puts it in the van for me when he picks me up picks it up and takes it out to me that's worth five bucks. Sure. All right, uh, doorman mm-hmm. only tip the doorman at a hotel if he gives you a hot tip on the best places to eat or visit <laughs> in while in town. So he's he's pretty tough here. This is the art of manliness book that we talk out of every only every if he gives segment. you a tip. Well, yeah, not, only if you, I mean, what did he do? Open a door for you? Well, right. So, well, so most there's of them are automated doors anyway. So. Yeah, I can I can open my own door. <laughs> well, that's why he's saying don't give him a tip unless he <laughs> yeah, gives you a hot tip. Yeah. on the local restaurant yeah, or whatever. That, that's good. Yeah. All right, barber. How much for a barber? What, what do you guys have? You guys, uh, three or four dollars if I go to yeah. So Great I'm Clips there. I give yeah. Fit was it fifteen bucks? I always give a a five spot. Uh, that's pretty equal no matter what. And some of the girls probably are mad. Like some of them do take longer and spend more time. But um, and then there's a couple of girls that man, you're hardly in there you're for like two, Tim, you're in two minutes. You guys are like Nazis about <laughs> two. I'm more gregarious and, and loving and, and merciful and socialistic. It's <laughs> socialistic. The only place in my that's life where point. I'm a socialist. <laughs> if you give me good service, mediocre service. Even bad service, I'll give you pretty much the same tip. Yeah. That's not good, is it? It's, it encourages bad behavior. I need to work on that one. All right, barista smoothies. And I don't care about that one. All right, how much time we got here? We got less than uh, less than two minutes. Yeah. Takeout. If you order takeout, this is a good one. Mm. If you order takeout, mm. do you give what you would give when you sit down at the table? Mm, I think so. Yeah. 
Do you? Yeah. I don't. Mm. Do you tip? A little bit less. I give less. I yeah. give. I always tip unless yeah. unless you go into a, a restaurant. And I, I met people probably tired of hearing me say this, and um, I'm thinking of one restaurant in particular that has great food. But the little gal there behind the desk would uh, take my card, turn the th- computer thing around, and say, "He's going to ask you if you want to leave a tip." Mm. And if she says that, I say to her. Dear, honey, they're all younger than me, way younger now. Of course. Do not ask me for a tip. All right, here we go. Car wash. <laughs> How much of a tip do you get for a car wash? Um, uh, I don't do car washes, yeah. so. I don't no. give a tip at car wash. No. Unless there's somebody there. So they're saying three bucks. That's probably good. Gar- garage parking. I don't know. Who when does this, that? No. When was this book written? <laughs> Yeah, I don't do garage parking. <laughs> it's fairly recent, Tim, so give me a break. Tow truck. <laughs> uh, they're saying about four bucks, five bucks. Um, nurse. Who tips a nurse? A nurse? I mean, nurses are awesome, but Aren't they you get paid pretty good. Unconscious anyway in your bed. You don't know yeah. what you're doing. Tattoo and body piercing. What do you guys give for your tattoos? Oh, uh, When I get my tats, yeah, about $10 a piece. So. <laughs> you guys don't have yeah. tats. <laughs> All right. How much time we got, Tim? Do we have time for? We got 56. Okay, so we got 40 seconds. Here we go. Um, <laughs> all right, so uh, your trash man or your newspaper man at Christmas time? Um, uh, trash man at, at Christmas. Yeah, so I give 10, 20 bucks. Off. We get 20 bucks for the trash man. Yeah. Newspaper guy, same guy. This is Christmas, you know, one-time thing. Yeah. Uh, but we do. We always have done this. If we, if we put a bunch of stuff out to the curb, like, you know, a lot. Mm-hmm. We will put in uh, we'll put a, a tent spot in there for them mm. because we're so wonderful. You're listening to the Voice of Truth Radio Show. We're done for the day. It is uh, Sherathon time. Eight nine three five eight nine three nine seven three six three zero four eight nine three nine seven three six. Call in and give. We would greatly appreciate it. God bless you, folks. Have a great day. I will